0: Hi, I'm Deborah Lamada and this is Women's Entrepreneur Spotlight. I believe that every woman entrepreneur has a story to tell. When we share our stories, we can help the next woman who is starting their own business or even help someone who has been at it for a while. I hope that you can find your takeaway from these stories to help you in your journey of being a woman entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Deborah Lamada and this is Women Entrepreneur Spotlight. And today I have a very special guest Sarah Charbonneau from Side of SAS Designs. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. And how are you doing? Tired. How are you? <laughs> not bad. Not bad at all. Well, Sarah not only happens to be a special guest today, she also happens to be my oldest daughter, uh, number one daughter out of three. And there's also a son in the mix. So I'm so happy to have you here. Me too. All right. Well, let's get started. There's two questions that I like to ask my guests. to Get us warmed up. And the first one is, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? So I, I know that
1: you asked this question and I pondered upon that. And honestly, I I don't really care where I live unless I'm I just not a city and I would want it to be warm. Other than that, I just... Something slow and country, and I just nice people. I don't care where it would be in the world.
0: right, and and you already living in the south, you have already uh, kind of picked a place that is like that. What does you know, my grandmother say low and slow? Yeah, that's right. lower, slower. <laughs> lower slower. So the further you go south, lower and slower it gets, which is fine with me also. All right. So what advice would you give your 16 year old self? Not that that was too long ago. (laughs) Well, well, I am turning 40. So there is that. (laughs) I know it seems like just yesterday. Just like yesterday, because I'm not getting older. as,
1: As far as like business wise, regardless of whether you want to start your own business, but as far as wanting to, what do you want to do in the world? I know it, it's hard for a lot of people to follow their passion when just having to make a living. At the same time, if you have the opportunity, absolutely go out and seize it. I mean, there the worst that can happen is that it goes absolutely nowhere. This was not my first venture out and with you know, starting a business of any sort. There was a lot of times that things didn't go anywhere, but just had to keep going. If you do have just a regular nine to five, even just doing a side hustle that just kind of, not even a hustle, but just even like a side something to, to ignite the passions, to give you kind of like, I feel like that purpose in the world, you know?
0: Right. And not give up. I mean, you have continually to push yourself to keep recreating yourself and your business. I started
1: off doing, you know, I wanted to get into t-shirts kept leading to other things and other things. I'm probably going to dabble back into t-shirts. I kind of saw something that sparked my interest and wanted to give it a try. That led to my first viral video. And it wasn't just a little viral. It was 16 million views viral. But that also led me down another road of including just items with resin. And I really enjoy that until recently. I still enjoy it, but, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with my fingers.
0: But let me bring you back to the beginning of where you started. What was your first item that you started producing? Oh, goodness. I actually was on Etsy
1: almost right at the beginning of Etsy. I don't remember when Etsy first started out, but I did try selling crocheted items back 15 years ago. I tried doing that. Now, I will say I was very new to the game of crochet i but I did think that my items were just the bomb. looking back, I realized ooh, I was a little too but you also have to it sucks that you know i I really love the crochet, but selling those items it it was hard because sometimes you do come across something that maybe doesn't have a huge market but now looking back and the years of experience that I do have, there's other avenues that you could explore around a passion. I could have gone the route of doing YouTube tutorials. I could have gone the route of doing crochet patterns. Right. There's always, I feel like there's always, regardless of your passion, you can, you could be still into Pokemon cards. Exactly. What are, what are you going to do with that? I don't know much about Pokemon cards, but you could start a YouTube you know, channel and talk about the cards. And like, I'm assuming, you know, the specialty card.
0: And and that's what they say. They say to take a passion and that's what you could run with and develop from. Even before your crochet, what prompted you to even want to start your own business?
1: I think from a little girl, I was always, I always wanted to, I mean, if I'm being frank, I wanted to be in charge. Still do. (laughs) Like running the show. yeah. I like being in charge. Now, I mean, I I definitely, you know, I had corporate jobs as well. And life just kind of landed me in the stay-at-home mom position, which no job compares to that. Yeah, prior to that, I I actually wanted to open my own dance studio when I was younger. It was was either Broadway or my own dance studio. Now, that didn't go either direction. That's fine. I always knew that there was something I wanted to do that was in the realm of creativity
0: correct and you always have that have had that passion and just for my listeners ah she may not think Sarah may not think that her crocheting in the beginning wasn't awesome but she started out with these designs of, uh, of awesomeness, I can say. And uh, there is one blanket in particular that she has given her grandmother, top of the line professional. It is absolutely gorgeous. And uh, one day I am going to steal that one just to let you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think, I think that's the other thing that a lot of the things that I can say will definitely be cliche or people have heard it time and time and again, but a lot of, those cliche you know thoughts or, or advice that you might hear do still ring true of "I didn't know how to crochet. I wanted to learn how to crochet. So I learned how to crochet off of YouTube, but I was like determined to learn. We can continue to learn new things no matter what. And it, it did turn into a passion and it got to the point that I want to learn more and more and more and more. And you did
0: do that. And then taking the crocheting and and putting that together in a small business, then how did you get to side of SAS design and your t-shirts?
1: Okay. So if I walk through all the ventures that I wanted to try or did try is the crochet. Um, I put that aside. I still crochet to to this day. It, I did do medical transcriptionist, and that it you are your own pretty much a contractor. Didn't enjoy that. Then I moved on to wanting to explore photography. Didn't do much with that. That landed me into trying uh, live, craft Create, and again, I enjoy writing. Because again, there's that creative aspect. I stopped doing that. And then I have an outlet and that outlet is creativity. And I came across and actually who inspired me the most was um, a company called Hippie Runner. Now, if you're not familiar with it, it is very much along the side of side of SaaS. It is, you know, adult content, funny, a little abrasive. It, they started out actually making headbands for runners. That's what they, yeah, they first started out doing that. Um, Coming up with a certain material that would help, you know, the sweat and, and right. keep you. And then somehow I'm not sure. And they're actually located in South Carolina. They ventured out into t-shirts. Oh, wow. Okay. I always go on the funny side of things because that's just how I like to deal with things, but it also, that being funny is what brings me, brings me joy. I like making other people laugh. I like putting a smile on their face. I like to be a little edgy because, you know, I like the fact that sometimes people do not know what's going to come out of this mouth. So true. But they, I, um, one of my friends, uh, her mom had a cricket and she happened to just be talking about it one day. And I did not know you could actually do t-shirts with a cricket. I've heard of, you know, the machine cricket. I really could do with it. That was about four years ago that I was like, Ooh, we should maybe do t-shirts. Well, that never came about. So I decided, all right, you know what? The kids are all in school. I do have some time and I need to do something for me. And then that's where I decided, you know what, let's try this t-shirt route. All right. And then, but how did
0: you come up with the name side of sass?
1: I knew that it was going to be obviously something sassy, funny, edgy so for me obviously I needed to put out there like all right guys like this is not going to be kumbaya so I I pretty much sat down um because I built names before obviously sass sassy that was one of the verbiage that I came up with was trying to figure out you know what what would go well and then we just came across side of sass because I also like the fact that yeah there's a side of me that's sassy but what I possibly may do um that I've not Told anyone, but maybe two people, I am going to possibly open a second store. Awesome. Which would be the opposite side of SAS. <laughs>
0: Well, we all have many sides to ourselves. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> and and why not do it? So good for you. That is pretty awesome. I can't wait to see more of that one. Why don't you let everyone uh, at this point know where they can get in contact with you? Website, email.
1: Um, right now I my main store is on Etsy. So it if you just go to Etsy side of SAS designs. I'm on almost every social media outlet, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok, I am about to hit 160,000 followers. Wow. A lot of my followers are from TikTok. TikTok has proven to be probably one of the best tools to use. Yeah, Etsy, I would say, would be the main go-to, which is where my shop is, which there is not much up in there because I'm constantly being sold out.
0: Yes, you are.
1: Yeah. I can't, we unfortunately can't keep items up if they're
0: sold out. How has your experience uh, been working with Etsy? A love and hate. I will be
1: honest. There's a lot of upsides and downsides. Etsy obviously is super easy to start. I know it can look very overwhelming, but if you sit back and take one section at a time of a listing, it's super easy to just fill out. It's an amazing platform to start on, to get out there. But then the downfall is it is an amazing platform to start off with and there's millions of people on it. So you can sometimes get lost. So you have to kind of play with that a little bit.
0: And have you ever thought about creating your own uh, website and selling from there?
1: Yeah, I have thought about Shopify because then I could... you know, obviously there's the other side of Etsy with the fees and, and whatnot. Because I've driven so much of my own business, it would make sense for me to move over to a platform that I would have a little bit more say in. Right. I have thought about it, but as you know, then there there's other taxes and the legal side of the business then comes right. into...
0: Okay, well, I'll be looking. We'll, we'll be following you, see what your next move is, see if you come yeah. up with Shopify or even your own website to to sell from? Who or what motivates you?
1: That's a good question.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh God. Who or what motivates me?
1: I think the creativity. I, like I said, I start with the t-shirts and I started dabbling in keychains. I use a UV resin and then I started making pens, glitter pens. But again, because my name is side of sass, I decided to go ahead and try a little bit of sass. I had a set of pens that also went viral it was five point I think it's up to 5.6 million views now I just I just like to think outside the box I like to I will literally have something come to me at like two o'clock in the morning and I have to get up and write it down and I like to see it come to fruition now are are all my ideas great and go somewhere absolutely not but at the same time I do realize if you're going to be in a business especially a crafting business the best way to get out there is to do your your own thing, not sit back. You can see where the trends are going. Absolutely. But we would never have gotten the glitter pen if someone had not sat back and said, Hmm, why don't we try glittering this pen? So it's that it's that constant new innovation and stepping outside of the box that I think it's what motivates me. But I also, again, then we can back it up again. The basis of the the reason I even started was because for me, laughter has healed me so much. You know, it, it sometimes takes me outside of my head that I wanted to do that for others too. That right. I wanted to make people laugh and realize like, it's not that serious. Right. Or... To at least just put a smile on their face for like a second.
0: Absolutely. And when you're laughing and smiling and feeling, you know, good about whatever the conversation might be, I mean, it releases those hormones that do make you feel better. That's yeah. just the beginning of, of, like you said, to a good place to start healing with wherever you are in your life. What is one of the highlights of starting your own business? Highlights.
1: Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I would have a highlight at the moment because I will, if I'm being completely honest, it is stressful. I guess one of the highlights is a little bit freeing and stepping out of your comfort zone, giving yourself that your own validation of like, you can do this
0: well let me let me let me interrupt you there because I know when you put up your new pens for your day pens, some of the words I can't repeat, but that's okay. There's where that side of sas comes in, but I know that you sell out I mean that yes. has to be such a good feeling that you have come up with your these pens and everybody can check them out on Etsy that every time you put up the post that you're going to be restocking, you sell out in a matter of minutes?
1: Yes. My weekday sold out this past restock, which was about two weeks ago. Those sold out again in about three minutes. I have a
0: long waiting list
1: and I'm also looking into doing a different color scheme, which I have a feeling that will sell out.
0: I believe they will sell out too because it's just amazing that uh, they they hit the airwaves and and they're gone.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what's funny is also I think people need to also realize that are in business just because you put out a product and it doesn't go anywhere the first time, that doesn't mean anything. I had posted those pens to TikTok three times before they went viral.
0: That's right. And I've said this, I said this, I think in the last interview I did with uh, Lauren from Turpee Holistics, it's that day, Who's on? Who's watching? Sometimes, like you said, the spark is there one day, or it's not there the next day. And the minute that that third day when it hit the spark on those pens, it's been sparking ever since. And again, yeah. if you haven't checked out her Etsy shop uh, side of SAS Designs, definitely take a look over there, and then watch for the updates to where and when you can order your own set. And you have a weekend set also, so. Is that
1: right? Yeah, I added the weekend set since a lot of people that work the weekends, nurses, you know, uh, a lot of um, healthcare care workers, uh, first responders obviously work the weekend. So basically the pens are, are funny because they consist of Monday through Sunday and with a little bit of sass, you know, with cursing. So. There you go.
0: <laughs> and it's all good. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So what how do you manage your time do you block out time specifically during the week to do your uh, production work or do you just grab it when you can balancing i Uh, Sarah has, and I have, uh, she has three kids and I have three grandkids. Uh, And then there's a husband, there's a husband, Daryl, my son-in-law. So how do you juggle your time?
1: I have not figured that out. Usually when something goes viral, I am working seven days a week. That is something that I am trying to figure out because when you're working seven days a week, I would literally wake up at five o'clock in the morning and get going working on the pens. And obviously, as you said, I have to take the kids to school, dinner, groceries, whatever you know all that is involved so you know i would have to take time out to do that but i would work on what i needed to work on whether it was shirts or pens from about five o'clock in the morning till about 10 o'clock at night seven days a week and that is wrong because i ended up burning myself out
0: and so going forward have you come up with a plan of how you're going to work work your time with your family and your business
1: I get back into doing the pens again, what I'm doing is because I know that they will uh, sell out is I'm just doing ready to ship. I don't take pre-orders anymore. And even if I were to take pre-orders, I now know how many can I get done in a week minus a few, because I was obviously working way too much. And I would... Just work on a set of pens following week. I would say, hey, about to restock. And I would just restock as many pens as I had gotten done without working the entire right. week morning right. to night. So that's really how it is. It's what I've realized is everything is trial and error. You have to figure out how, like, all right, how long is it going to take me to do X, Y, and Z, but also scheduling in like, okay, I'm going to work from 6 a.m. to about 5 p.m. and that's it. But I've I've also noticed a lot of small business owners that make something tangible do work seven days a week.
0: Well, absolutely. And I think maybe in the beginning of a new business You uh, take whatever time you have to do what you need to do to get the job done. What's been one of the most valuable lessons that you have learned from starting your own business? I think the most valuable, what i mentioned before, is that you
1: can't just give up because one thing doesn't work. I started out doing T-shirts just like the rest of everyone. Right. Um, And I tried something new. Mm-hmm. that absolutely took off. I think the other thing is, as my mom knows, is that when I get something in my head, I know I, this do, part. Not, I do not <laughs> stop until I've achieved such. This is true. I was determined with the pens to get it out there, do something with them. And sometimes, yeah, I do focus on, all right, we're going to take this to a viral standpoint. Then I do. <laughs>
0: yes, she does. <laughs> but and, that's and- the whole thing. And if you know Sarah, you just have to hold on tight and uh, <laughs> wait till the <laughs> ride is over and uh, she gets there, <laughs> making us maybe a little crazy, but I just all make, good.
1: But that's the whole thing is like, it, you, you have to sometimes like, okay, I have this product and yeah, it can be difficult competing in a market that is oversaturated. Mm-hmm. Even the pen market, I will be honest, a lot of people are joining in doing pens and resin work and stuff like that. You have to put the work in that that's the bottom line, right? If you're going to sit back and wait for someone else to come up with an
0: idea, that's not going to work. No. And I think I've said this to you before, um, that you can't go in starting a business thinking that you're going to make the first, you know, million dollars the next day. It, as you know, now it takes time. It takes dedication. It's a learning curve. It's a learning process, you keep learning from whatever didn't work prior going forward, adding to your line, coming up with something new and kudos to you because you continue to do that with everything that you have created. Uh, <laughs> everything this child creates, it seems to go viral and um, I am very proud of you and what you have accomplished to date because i um, it's not an easy task.
1: It's not, it's not, but it also has, it's been an awesome ride as stressful as it has been because I have been able to get my creative outlet in. But at the same time,
0: I also am constantly wanting to try new things. So that doesn't, really well that's okay then and that's part of your creativity is wanting to try new things what advice would you give to another woman entrepreneur just starting their own business first things first
1: is i would definitely do some research but at a certain point you need to give yourself that deadline of saying okay enough's enough i'm jumping in right because i could have waited probably another year before i hit publish on my first listing on etsy right i did not know everything I, no. And I still know everything. I'm still learning. And that's the whole thing is you will never be
0: in a position where you know everything. You never will be. Well, that's, that goes, that's true for for life. You just, it's a continual learning process from start to finish and the same with your business. You do take the time to do your research. You've learned a lot and you set out or you start to research one thing. And I know that you learn um, many different things from that one search. Yes. And I think we all do that. And so with that in mind, One of my goals with this Women Entrepreneur Spotlight is to create a network of women who can reach out to each other. Did you have somebody in the beginning to reach out to? Uh,
1: Amanda, um, I've known Amanda since I was, oh God, 20. And I happened to message her one day and she had said that she was thinking about starting a business i said no way i'm actually thinking of the same thing i'm about to buy a cricket as we speak so she was my go-to as far as how cricket works i also started on tiktok um doing tutorials right thing um people at least learn how to use cricket other than that one um Another woman entrepreneur, her and her mom have an Etsy shop. The Female Connection, she really does help as far as the business side, Etsy side. That really helped. Other than that, I've been just kind of going with it. And I've met a lot of other small businesses through social media. And it it really helps to have somebody else that's in the same position as you.
0: Right. And so with that, would you be part of a woman entrepreneur spotlight network where... I'm putting together, as you know, other women who are in business that could reach out to each other and say, hey, have you, you know, have you had this problem? How did you overcome this? Would you be part of that? Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that that has been the answer so far all along. So, yes. And I think that's what we all need. We need somebody to reach out to at times because I think I've said this before. We don't always like to ask for help. We mm-hmm. always feel we should know the answer. Um, or that what's the other person going to think if I'm asking this question? And, and so I want to make it so it is easier it has become easier for people to ask for help with the internet, with Facebook, with, with whatever platform you're on. So thank you. I appreciate that being, having you part of that network. I appreciate you being uh, on this interview with me today and why don't you tell everybody one more time where they can reach out to you? Uh, probably the best
1: place is to look for me on Etsy. It's side of SAS design,
0: and you can shoot me an email there anytime. Okay. Well, again, I want to thank you. Is there anything else you would like to say to my listeners about owning your own business? Just do it because
1: I can definitely promise you that if you decide to talk yourself out of it, you will look back and regret because the worst thing that's going to happen is it goes nowhere, but at least you will know
0: that you tried. Exactly. And, and I've have been doing the same thing along with you I call it reinventing myself. Every time I'm I turn around, I'm doing something. But it's a good it's a good thing. As you know, you keep, you know, finding new things to do. So I am proud of you. I appreciate you. Thank you for today. Thank you everyone who's listening. Today it's Women's Entrepreneur Spotlight with Sarah Charbonneau from Cytosass Designs. And thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Woman Entrepreneur Spotlight. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. For updates on my next interview, follow me on Facebook at Woman Entrepreneur Spotlight. Until then, keep being awesome.